Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to another episode of Cheese and Chowder, the RML podcast. With me as always, Brad Favo, Mr. Chowder, and I am Cheese. Bradley, we are almost at the playoffs. Actually, playoffs is starting probably pretty close to when you're listening to this, maybe a day or two after, and we're ready. Well, you're ready. Unfortunately, the Los Angeles Chargers are golfing. So uh, for the first time in a while, Cheese is in the playoffs and Chowder is left out. It's the first time, yeah, maybe, yeah, definitely doesn't happen too often. It hasn't since the, well, I think it's happened once since this podcast started. That was the last season, which was kind of a little bit of a fluke season for you, I know. But uh, yeah, enough of that. I mean, I'm not going to gloat, but yeah, I'm pretty happy to be in. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's jump right into some. Let's just talk about what's going on in in our glorious league that we have going on right now. So season one's coming to an end, fellas. Week seventeen is just about going to be wrapped up, and the playoff picture is very much in focus. In fact, every single team is now officially has has clinched. So every team that's in the playoffs is clinched. So all the seeds. Um, that that's the only thing that hasn't been determined is the num- order of the seating. But there's no teams on the bubble that can get in at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been an interesting season, to say the least. A different type of Madden, so some people adjusting differently. Uh, I'm going to kind of go off a little bit uh, from what we were going to do originally, but I just kind of had a question pop in my head. But uh, let's like, what is one team or anything in RML that stands out to you? for the first season, regular season? I mean, of course, I think one of the biggest stories we got to talk about is, is General Han and uh, his, uh, his Washington football team. Um, I mean, be, being able to take them from a pretty rough start, I mean, I can't remember the, let's see, he was one and one, one and two... Um, yeah, it was, what, like, three and six? Yeah, yeah I, I think it was, it was like three, three and five six. Or three and six, something like that, when he and made he that trade. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, he's won six or seven games in a row, I think, now. I think it's seven. I think he won seven in a row to finish the season. So, yeah, I mean, that's the story right now. I mean, obviously, you know, beating, um, beating Sar was, was the catalyst for that. I mean, that was... The, basically the game that started his win streak and took him right into the playoffs. I mean, it, he's got the hot hand. I mean, you see this in the real NFL all the time. You don't have to necessarily win your division. You don't necessarily have to even, you know, win a ton of games. You don't have to be like 12 and four or 13 and three, or even 15 and one. You can, there are teams that get in just by being hot and then being hot at the right time. And if you face the right opponent, you can get a few wins here and there. 
Um, the problem that that is, uh, it's lining up. It's looking like he's going to be facing BLD. So it's going to be a super tough challenge in his first playoff game of RML 21. But congrats to Han for putting together a, a great second half and a great winning streak. I mean, that's definitely a big story. Yeah, I mean, that just goes to show that anybody can improve in Madden if you really you know put your mind to it and just work on it. And like he's the one that's backed up his shit talk, and you know everybody's roasting him, including myself, about that trade, because it's uh, not advised to go all in when you're three and five or three and six at the trade deadline, uh, and make some of those trades that were win now trades. But eh, he's making us eat crow. Yeah, and, he put, you know, he, he got. I can't really say anything. He's kind of proving me wrong, and but you know it's a very tough matchup. He's in the playoffs, which is good. Uh, again, the extra seventh spot, but I'm pretty sure it is locked in that he will be playing BLD. I'm not sure who has a tiebreaker between Weasel and BLD if Weasel were to lose because Weasel does not play as of the recording of this podcast. Um, uh, are you, yeah, okay, for the 14 and 2, yeah, for the number well, one also, seed. Also, Kunk is also, uh, well, if BLD loses to and Matt, and those seeds could switch too, yeah. He's playing uh, Doe. So. Yeah, I haven't checked the tiebreakers on the top seeds just yet, but we can pretty much safely yeah, assume that Weasel there. will. Probably win weeks. Uh, he's playing the he's, Packers. Yeah. yeah, he's playing Zach, which, who has put up a really good season, but he's 0-5 in this division. Yeah, that's the one. How, <laughs> how, how crazy I, I, is that? Let's talk about I, that. Yeah, real quick. I was looking at that the other day. Nine and is, one. He's nine and one outside exactly. his division. That's so that's pretty. Impressive. That's something. I mean, you got it. You got to admit. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure they. I don't know their divisions they played. But they I don't played, think they were uh, that good. NFC South. Which is a good Pretty division. solid. Yeah, a lot of good teams there. And besides Tendi. And then they played the AFC South, which is probably, you know, that helps. Right, yeah. That definitely, I'm sure he probably went 4-0 against them. And I'm betting his one loss is probably to BLD in the South. So mm-hmm. Or maybe Mitch. You would be correct. Sure. Nope. Nope, I am okay. Mitch so there Boston. you go. 9-1 with your only loss to one of the better players in the league. I mean, but yeah, against his own division, 0-5, so... That's gonna be tough. Hopefully, he can bounce back next year. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure if he's for sure out. Actually, I, I'm assuming he is because everyone was talking about Han getting in. So, I don't know. Did, did they? They didn't play each other, so I'm not sure who has yeah, the... the. The tiebreaker goes to uh, Han. I was looking at it before. I forget okay. why, but uh, it's by conference record, and Han has it by like three or four right. games. Uh, okay. so, why we're on the bubble of the NFC? Can we talk about Small Dick Vic? Man, what a disappointment. My sleeper pick. Yeah. His, yeah, I mean, uh, he was he, he was on you know a pretty good pace. I think he was uh, like six and four at one point, but yeah, second half definitely sputtered out. And uh, yeah, I, I, a lot of people in chat were definitely saying how that was not the correct call and how he wasn't going to step up. And yeah, they were proven right, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, still a decent season. I mean, for him, I mean, eight and eight is not a, a terrible record. I mean, you know, there's definitely room to grow and build on, but. Yeah, it's definitely disappointing after the start he had. All right, so, what about uh, what? Who, who do you think uh, besides me? Who's, uh, the who's story of the year. Story? Uh, honestly, I'm going to have to go with Sean Harper, the Tennessee Titans man. Oh yeah, that's a good uh, pick. I was, uh, you know, we know that division is the so-called friendship division. Well, let's talk about uh, last year because he was kind of a bottom. I mean, no offense to him, but he was a little uh, bit of a bottom feeder last year. Pretty much all of that. The whole year team. he was down. And like yeah, the division, I don't was, think he, he never made the playoffs. Like, I'm no, not, not sure he had that many winning records, even. No, not. And you know, we know that, that division was going to be weak, and we had a feeling that that division was going to have like a seven and nine, or uh, you know, 
500 record, win the division, but nine and seven. Uh, you know, it's a solid, solid end of the year record. Uh, and he had some quality wins. Looking at yep. it, he beat uh, Cody here, Mr. Cheese, 41-34-13. Yep. Um, he took care of Dogfather. We, and Dogfather is another story that we could talk about. That's had a you know a pretty solid season in that division. Um, so he's just had some solid wins throughout the year. Um, yeah, really only a few uh, that were really I mean, like, incredible. Some, I mean, he beat like, uh, Charlie early on. Um, but, but yeah, mostly beat up on his own division. Before. And then the big one against me is really, really the big one. I mean, he beat, um, you know, Steve was pretty, has been decent this year. So, but yeah, mostly, mostly beat up on his own division, which, you know, you play the games that are in front of you. There's no respect, disrespect to that. Um, but yeah, nine and seven, I mean, it's not the best record. Um, especially playing in that division, only being four and two could be better, I think. Um, but, but a lot of those guys, I know him and Seacop uh, are pretty familiar with each other, so I'm sure they play each other pretty, you know, aggressively and and you know pretty well since they know each other so well. But yeah, I mean, winning division is never a small feat, and you know, congrats to him. And it looks, I mean, in my opinion, he's the front runner for that division for, until someone can prove otherwise. Well, and another thing, I mean, you're saying like those wins aren't that impressive, and sure they're not. Besides your, but like coming from where he was last year being you know a two and 14 team or whatever right. down there the you know that's a very big jump uh you know let's be like if andy or tendy would be yeah. in first place of you know a weak division like that and you know beating people that are like mid-tier not elite players but you know people that you wouldn't think they would be yeah and his just, team is his team is pretty good like um i mean he plays his team really well like his his numbers aren't like eye-popping actually uh i think his defense is is better than actually yeah his defense as far as points allowed is top 10 his he, he allows a lot of yards his offense is lacking so i mean i think he, i mean like i said again it's it, the division he plays in definitely helps i mean you look at his numbers it doesn't look like a nine win team really you know a thousand yards rusher but it's you know a thousand yards in this game is you know, not a, not a super good feat as it is in real life. For, you know, one to two in touchdown interception ratio is definitely not in the top half of the league. Uh, but Miko Hardman, that guy is pretty hard to stop. That's that, I'm, that's a big reason why I lost. You know, he's I think he's up there, maybe top three or top five in total catches, 1,300 yards. I mean, he's definitely his biggest and most feared weapon. Uh, and then, of course, Alvin Kamara out of the backfield and it rushing is is pretty solid too. So he's got some weapons. I feel like his defense is gonna have to come up big. Uh, and a lot of you know, first game he's gonna play is against me, so that'll be a little rematch. Um, and I'm you know much better offensively than I used to be. So we'll see if he, his defense can hold up again. It was a it was more of a shootout that we played, um, and I just made a really 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 stupid mistake at the end that cost me the game, but, but props to him for, you know, keeping it close and even being in that position. So, and, and here I am thinking 41 interceptions is like a lot in the league and the leading interception thrower in the league is Seven. Drew Locke with 71 interceptions. Ooh, 71 now. Yeah. Oof. That's uh all right. One rough. more thing I wanted to, wanted to talk about, uh, let's get an update on our, our Andes. So <laughs> we got the Andy, the Tendy and the Bundy. Um, 
I know previously, and I think it was two episodes ago that we brought it up, uh, they were winless, and that is no more. We actually have two wins now. So Andy avoiding the 0-16 uh, season. He goes 1-15. Bundy he's still yet to play his Week 16 game. He has one win. And Tendy, unfortunately, is the loser of the Endies sweepstakes. He goes 0-16, and, and he'll have the number one pick in the 2022 NFL draft, or 2021 NFL draft. I don't know if you're prepared for the answer to this, but do you have any clue who you think goes number one in this year's draft? Oh, I, have, I haven't really. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, I mean, I, I haven't even done a, a, enough scouting. Like, I... I've been slacking a little bit on on scouting, but uh, I'm not sure. What do you think? What do you, I mean? If you well, want to talk about Tendy real quick, what do you think? Uh, he, what, what's his biggest need? I th- I mean, like he's said that Baker is not the answer at quarterback for him, which maybe may or not may not be true. It's hard to tell if it's user error. Or I feel like what he does best when he has a really good running back. Like he he needs a well, good. Well, he does game. have Melvin. I think he started unlocking. Oh, he does have Melvin later okay. in the year. So I think it just took him a little bit to learn the game. Um, I'm not going to finish with 1,500 yards, but you know later in the season he got, and then Big Ben took over the starting job late in the season uh, at quarterback. So there is a quarterback number two on the draft board, but apparently he's not that great. I'm not sure if he's worth the number one overall pick, and I believe that's like a right end number one that's supposed to be the top prospect in the draft. But this Madden, you know, having uh, you know defensive ends might not be the move because it seems like nobody get a pass rush going. Yeah, it seems like his he, he definitely could use a defending uh, player as well. Like he's dead last in rushing, and that's the key. Like I, I have a you know poor rushing defense as well, but you know averaging 150 yards uh, against the run is is definitely not good. He's actually got a solid um, passing top ten actually, um, but overall he's second last in points scored on defense. So. I mean, obviously the running game is killing him. So maybe a, a solid linebacker or, or a strong safety or or a D tackle could could be in play. But it's like, you do know? you take those positions at the number one overall? Right, number one. Yeah, in Madden so especially. A, you know, in tough, real life, it's, that's it's, a tough. You know. I agree. Maybe he's in a tough down. situation. Yeah, I mean, there's, that's possible. There's, it's, it's coveted, of course. I mean, you know, everyone wants that number one pick. Just don't trade down to Danny, please. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about the this playoff picture now. Yeah, let's get to uh, what people want to listen talk to. Talked enough about the losers. Let's talk about some winners. I'm just kidding. All right. So let's talk about the NFC. Um, NFC, let's just go right now. The seedings. The Bears are hanging on to the one seed. The two seed is the Saints, the BLD. Three seed is Kunk and the Giants. Four seed is Shane and the Niners. Five seed now the wildcard teams, Mickey and the Vikings. Six seed is Mitch and the Bucks, And then the seven seed, as we talked about, Han and the football team. Guy, I'm not really used to saying that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, right now, if everything stays as is, we'd be looking at uh, round one matchups. Saints versus football team. <laughs> Han versus BLD. Um, Conk versus... Mitch, so Giants versus Bucks, and then Niners Vikings, um, Shane versus Mickey. So some of these can change. Um, we don't, you know, know for sure as of recording this that Week 17 has not finished, so there are still games to be played. And 
some of these seedings can change. For mm-hmm. instance, so, uh, if the Vikings lose week 17, they will drop down a seed to the sixth seed, and Mitch will go up to the five, making it 49ers Bucks and Giants Vikings. And the other scenario that could change seeding would be if BLD loses to Doughboy this week, then Kunk will have the tiebreaker for the two seed. Right. And again, remember this year we have seven seven teams in the playoffs, so only one team is getting that that coveted bye week. So even the two even jumping up and down in the two seed is not going to be that big a deal, but it could be um, depending on you know your matchup and who you play. But I feel like all the wildcard teams are pretty solid. Uh, okay, let's quick question before we get into predictions. Of the three wildcard teams, who are you most afraid of? If you're if you're one of the four division winners, I think mm, there there's really two options here. I think there's actually three. I think well, <laughs> I, I know, but um, who are you eliminating? Uh, Mickey, I'm not. You're he not has not lived him. up. He has not. I know. I, I, I'm honestly on the same boat. I, I I thought he was going to easily contend for not only the NFC North but one of the top seats. I mean, the way he started too, he was eight no, right? Before yeah, that he, weasel yeah. game, well, he was I eight no. I think it's so part he finished of his three schedule. and four. Because well, if you look at his schedule, let, let's take a gander quickly. Go for it. Who did he? Um, he he did not play anybody in the first eight weeks. Looking at it now, yeah, I thought that I thought so. And then so week ten, I think he was nine and zero, right? And then he faces Weasel eight, week ten, or eight games he had to buy. Faces yeah. Weasel, and then wins a couple, and then runs into tough tough competition in Ricky Bobby Weasel and Bod, and lose three in a row. He's lost three in a row entering week seventeen. Uh, mm. About to play Dogfather the Lions week seventeen which he did beat handily earlier in the season. Um, so just, you know, he's beat the games that he should win, but he's lost the games. He hasn't been able to step up to tougher anybody. competition. Yeah. He hasn't beat any, there's nobody in the schedule that he's beat that's good. Like, you know, besides like maybe Packers and Dog, yeah. but like they're like mid-tier. So far, he's not showing me he can beat elite talent in RML. Yeah, I can see that. I, I have no issues. So between uh, Ricky, Bobby, or... Mitch and uh, the football team, Han. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to pick Ricky Bobby as being the – because he's shown that he can beat some elite talent in RML. Um, so I'm, I'm taking a quick look at his schedule. Uh, you know, obviously BLD, apparently, you know, he beat BLD week nine and beat BLD week one. He swept BLD, and that is a very tough thing to do. Yeah, he's got his so, number, man. I don't even – I don't know what it is. I don't know how he – continues to do that <laughs> um but yeah i would say that's my pick too but I, I wouldn't count han out i think he is also pretty pretty scary to face right now just like, like said, i said he he's has the hot hand he's coming off seven wins in a row like you know he's he's got that feeling but if you look at his opponents um he hasn't had a ton of tough matchups since um sarf so he had Vic um, Steelers at that point. I think it was still Centra, so it might have been um, it might have been a force. I don't remember. Uh, then he had Shane um, Beast Mode, which I'm pretty sure that one was a force. Also, uh, he had Dog, which was a low-scoring game, 15 to 10, and then he blew out Irish. So 
not really anybody that stands out as you know elite top tier but even still i mean putting together seven wins in a row no matter who you face is is something you know to be proud of but yeah i would say yeah i mean mitch has been proven that he can step up and actually you know beat elite teams and play with the big guys i'm surprised honestly his record is only 11 and 5 like if he beat PLT twice, I mean, who did he lose to? He's lost to Doughboy Week 10, Danny Week 7, uh, Packers Week 6. I think that's the one win, the one loss that really stands out to me. Weasel Week 5, uh, and Doughboy Week 2. So Doughboy he lost owned, to Doe twice, huh? He, so Doughboy owned Ricky Bobby, but Ricky Bobby owned how, how crazy is that? And I'm guessing PLD owned Doughboy. So they all owned each other, and they all owned Tendy. <laughs> uh so i mean let's just get into it right let's just i think we just pick the games that go ahead, yeah. they're standing as is right now i'm good i think that, it, right. it's, it's unlikely that vikings lose to dogfather anyway yeah let's um, just call it as it is you know most likely our picks aren't going to change that much if the, the matches change even so all right let's go uh saints versus football team i think i th- i mean i know han said that he beat sarve and sarve was on the same level as bld but BLD in the playoffs is a different beast. And, you know, even Sarvin in the playoffs is a different beast. And I think everybody's expecting it now from Han. They're not going to let the guard down, especially in a playoff game. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going with BLD here. All right. Give me a percentage and an odd, an odds if you're a betting person. I, I think, I think, I, th- I was just going to, I was actually just about to, I think, let's do a spread. I'm going to do like a spread. Okay. Like, so if we, I would have put like a spread in this game. All right. I'm going to say, hey, write them down. Put them on yeah, the I'm thing so we can. People can, um, you know, yeah, maybe we could do like not bet on them. Oh uh, yeah, we could do like an if we want to bet on them. That's fine. We can yeah, do that. that'd be. Interesting. I'd say the odds are Saints giving seven and a half. I like that. That's that's close to where I was. I, I'm 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 right on that. I think on a seven in real life, seven's a lot. But I don't think it's enough, honestly. I'm saying I say Saints nine minus nine point five. And uh, I'm saying percentage, 98% Saints, 2% football team. No offense, Han, but like you said, BLD is a different animal in playoffs. He does not make mistakes, folks. It just doesn't happen, and that's that's the key. He has the fewest turnovers in the entire league by a pretty significant margin. He does not, he's thrown less than one interception per game on average that is insane in this league in this game where most more than half the league has thrown probably more than 40 interceptions or at least 35 that is a very very impressive number so you're gonna have to force something um otherwise he's literally just going to pick you apart and that is what he's going to do to Han, unfortunately all right yeah i'm picking saints as well obviously if you didn't couldn't tell by uh a little rant there. <laughs> All right, let's go to Giants Bucks. So this this is definitely a more interesting matchup in my opinion. And they, uh, they did face each other in the regular season, week eight. Buccaneers came out on top, thirty-eight to twenty-six. Yeah, um, this one, you know, I'm I'm leaning a repeat. I I I like Kunk. He's definitely shown, and that's we can we could have done a whole other segment on Kunk because he's we talked about him. I think the first episode and how he kind of just 
is we didn't really know what he was going to be this Madden. And he's stepped up big time and shown that, you know, he can play pretty well. And I played him um, a few weeks ago, and his new quarterback is is very good, uh, even though he's only a 61 overall or something. <laughs> so I'm, it was really annoying because he's got good speed, pretty solid arm, um, definitely make, can make different throws. And against these better teams, it's going to be tougher. So we'll see if he can hold up. But, yeah, I mean, he's definitely played a lot better than I expected. But I still am I, – I, honestly, I can't pick against Mitch right now. He's he's just the guy. He's got he's got the X factor, and that's all I can say. I mean, it, he's just a guy who wins clutch games and, and pulls out big wins. I so mean, you're going with, with the Bobby? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go uh, – Oh, that's a tough one, man. I'm gonna go three point five minus three point five bucks. So the you're saying that bucks are giving three and a half or getting three and a half? Well, no, the bucks are the favorite because I'm picking them to win. So okay, so you're saying that the bucks are giving three and a half? Yeah. Okay. Minus three point five for the bucks. What do you think? I I feel like everybody's been sleeping on Kunk all year. Maybe including us. I feel like I, I think I said that on one of the episodes. That Kunk's just slowly been, you know, churning quietly, in the NFC yeah. East. And people have been sleeping on him. And, you know, Ricky Bobby obviously is a very good talent. we got BLD's number. But he's also lost a couple of questionable games with people on a similar skill set to Kunk, or maybe even worse. Uh, Kunk's, you know, I haven't really watched much of Kunk, to be honest. I didn't face him at all. Uh, but number three seed, 11-5, and five, I believe. Or thir- thirteen and three, I think. Dagley yeah. isn't loading mm-hmm. for me, of course, right now. It is. Um, so, I am going with the number three seed Giants. And right. as far as spread goes, I say the oddsmakers think this is a very close game, and I'm going to go with Giants giving one. One. You got to do like a point five, at least. One one point five. Okay. Well, I do like... one point five, Giants. Uh, yeah, Giants we don't we don't do pushes in this league. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. That's, I mean, I think it's gonna be a close game, and I I'm looking for. I hope I get to watch that one because I'm I'm actually highly anticipating it. Um, quick question: If if let's say uh, Bucks move up to five and Mickey goes down, we'll just do that one real quick. We don't have to do a spread or anything. Uh, you, you're you're still picking Kunk, I'm assuming. So that would be Giants versus Vikings. Yes, yeah. I am not. I mean, I'll get in. I'll get into Mickey when we do this next game. But I uh, would definitely. I think the Giants would be a lot heavier favorites in that game than yeah. Versus yeah, the Bucks. I'm also. I'm also. I would also pick uh, Kunk over Mickey right now as well. But I think I think it would be closer than you think. Um, I I think it would be a single digit game. But okay, let's uh let's go to the next one. Niners and Vikings. So four for four versus five. The Niners are seven and nine with the the one losing record to win a division in that poor NFC West. Obviously, with the issues that uh, Beast faced, he kind of got a nice easy slide into that division championship. Who knows what it would have been? Yeah, who knows what it would have been? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we could say it's COVID, sure. But uh, who knows? You know. Um, if Beast would have competed and taken a, a better, gotten a better record out of that, but doesn't matter at this point. Shane is in at seven nine, 
and he's technically got a home game. Doesn't really matter against Mickey and the Vikings. It, it does matter. Uh, here we go again. Being home doesn't matter. I want to be home. And I know you're you're home. all about. Oh, I need I need my stadium. I'm. Yes, I, it's I, a I, I need I need to feel comfortable. I I I I need to be able to know where I'm looking and throwing. I, no, nobody else. I'm maybe I'm in the minority. So, but so I don't think anybody you, else cares. When you go down to Tennessee this weekend and you lose, don't come crying to me about how you didn't like it had playing the rain and playing do. in the I, snow. It will have nothing. First of all, I played it. I played in the, the snow against uh, in my last game in New York, and I won. I mean, it's obviously a different opponent, but still. Um, and honestly, I'm gonna be the white jersey, so playing in the snow benefits me. But anyway. I don't think it matters, but we'll we'll get into that another time. Um, okay, so you pick first on this one. Uh, this is easy. Oh, actually, well, I don't want to say this is easy. You're but, the, you've been talking Mickey down the whole time. Now you're gonna. Well, pick but easily. the other thing, well, Shane has really like not impressed anybody this year. I don't think. Yeah. But I do have to say that this is like if there's a trap game in the playoffs, if that's possible, this is a yeah. trap. game. Like, like like the Seahawks. Remember nine. when they got? Remember when they yeah. played the Saints? And the, and the Saints the were like Yeah, that's like exactly uh, the situation. It's just like look at his schedule, and there's really not a win on there that impresses me. Like not a single one. I mean, obviously, you only have seven wins to pick from, but he's he's literally beat nobody except his. I just don't get how his team isn't, how his record isn't better just by looking at his numbers. I mean, or even looking at his players. I mean, he's got Kyler Murray, and he scored 15 touchdowns just rushing with him. Uh, you know, he's got Chavez, who's significantly underperformed for, uh, you know, arguably the best keeper ever, and maybe and definitely the best keeper wide receiver. Um, he only had six touchdowns and 1,200 yards for, you know, a guy of that magnitude. So I'm not sure if it's just him getting used to the game and – not really, you know, clicking on offense um, is is pretty middle of the pack as far as is is like you know yards and everything and points. Uh, defense kind of the same, so he's been right around that you know middle of the pack five hundred area. So uh, yeah, I, I I can see him pulling out a win, but I think we're both leaning. It's not likely. I think, yeah, I think we're both going, leaning Minnesota. I'm going Vikings. Uh, as far as spread goes. I think it's very hard with a seven and nine team to give them anything. His best win this year is versus the eight and eight Cowboys team, twenty-seven, twenty-one, fifteen. So just really not much going for Forty Niners. Uh, obviously, Mickey has has had his troubles against the elite talents, but against good people, he's beaten. Uh, obviously, a pick Vikings money line for spread. I'm going with um, eight and a half. Wow, that's high. Way higher than I thought you were gonna go. I thought I think it's gonna be pretty close. I would say like like four and a half maybe for me. For and yeah. I'd say like give it to the Vikings, so minus four and a half. Yeah, but yeah, I think uh, so. That's two wild card teams that we have uh, upsetting. I don't know if it's really an upset in that one, but at least for me, I have two wild card teams. You have one. So um, do you want to just go to the AFC and then we'll go back to the NFC? Yeah, after? we can. All right, uh, I'll just set up the yeah. Go. Ahead. All right, in the AFC, we got the one-seeded Bengals, two-seeded Patriots, three-seeded Raiders, four-seeded Titans. Those are the division winners, wild-card teams. The Cleveland Browns at the five. The six is the Bills. Seven is the Dolphins. Now, situation. 
uh, in the AFC is um, pretty much every well, there's two two possible seed swaps. The two and three seed could swap. Uh, as of right now, uh, the Raiders are 12 and four uh, after arguably the biggest bungle in the history of RML uh, by Charlie in Week 17. Maybe the worst <laughs> clock management ever in in RML history. Not even exaggerating. And so Raiders pull out that win in week 17. He's 12 and four and Raiders beats Roach earlier in the season. Uh, so Roach is 12 and three at this point, but he does play Bundy who is only one, one and 14 might, might be, you know, tanking for that number two or three uh, overall pick. So we'll just assume for now that the Patriots are going to win and get to 13 and three and lock up that two C, but it is possible that the Raiders and Patriots could switch uh, seeds. And then the Bills and Dolphins uh, are both at 10 and 5, and they play each other week 17. So a huge seeding game there. Um, not, you know, super important, but depending on your matchup preference, it could be. Uh, so Bills right now are at the 6 because they beat the Dolphins uh, earlier in the season. So they're both 10 and 5. Bills has a tiebreaker, but does, it's not going to matter because whoever wins the only way it would matter is if they tie if if they tie then the bills stays at the six and miami stays at the seven um obviously if bills win he stays at the six miami stays at the seven and if the dolphins win they switch and the dolphins get the six and bills get the seven but, so right now we'll just uh keep yeah, it where we'll just, it is we'll mm-hmm. just say bills six that dolphin seven and we can talk about if um you know we change our opinions like we did in the nfc all right, so the first matchup is uh, Roach and the Patriots versus Tillman and the Dolphins. That, this is a very interesting matchup. Agreed. Uh, I, I don't know if you would have said this before the season. Like, you know, this would be like a really good matchup. You know, sure. Mm-hmm. Like, we thought Roach could, you know, compete in this division, but I don't think we thought he would be this good. Uh, Roach? They were swept- tied for a while, all three of them. Remember, I think the mm-hmm. last episode, they were all like seven and three. And I don't think any of us, I don't think either of us picked Roach to pull away. But a uh, very interesting observation here is that Roach has swept Tillman in the season series. How about that? This, uh, this season. And that's a main reason why he's in the two seed and sitting pretty. But a rematch versus Tillman is. Let's talk about Tillman Because last episode we talked about Tillman. And he started off pretty poorly. I think it was one and two. He got back on track. I think he was seven and three or eight and three um, at the at the time that we uh, recorded the last one. But now he kind of took a, a turn for the worse again. The only really big win he had in the last um, uh, five games or four games that I remember is uh, against Danny. He blew him out like thirty-seven to three. I don't have his schedule up, so I'm not sure if there's I, I got others. It. And, and- I mean, he beat Monkey week 14, which is, I think that's like to be expected for Tillman. Uh, he lost to Sarv by three points. But really, there's no other win on the schedule that really stands out. Uh, really, not, There really isn't. He lost to Chiz. I mean, if you think about it, the, the two losses to Roach are, are as big as it gets. I mean, that, those two games, if he wins both, they, swip, they swap, swap spots or switch spots. He would be 12-3 and three and Roach would be 10-5. and five. I mean that's uh, the difference right there. Roach is five and zero in his division. Miami, huge. Tillman is two and three. Who else? He, oh, he lost to Chiz as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I think, but I, I do, on the flip side, I do think week 16, 37-3 victory versus Danny. Danny throwing That's 16 big. receptions. I think this is the beginning of playoff Tillman. He just goes into a different mode. And, Who's this quarterback uh, this year? I honestly haven't been uh, paying attention. Tillman's quarterback is Daniel Jones. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's young. He can mold him, but, you know, he's no Lamar Jackson. And that's, so, you know, maybe he needs a more elite player at, at QB to, to be more successful. But, yeah, I think it, it definitely is. Oh, man, it's, it's going to be really hard to pick because Roach has played really well. Um, all right. I mean, oh, man. Uh, I just can't I, see Roach beating him three times in a season. Is that what you're it's... thinking? Yeah, I'm going Roach, man. He's Are you? very okay. impressive. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go against your grain then. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tillman. I'm. I'm gonna stick to you know the experience, you know the, the knowledge, just the the silent assassin, who is Tillman. So all right, so yeah, I think it'll be a close game. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go your route and I'm gonna go, um, one and a half, minus one so, and a half. Uh, who's giving? Well, who? minus from Miami again. The person I picked to win. So the Dolphins are giving one and a half. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. I I'm not you. gonna pick the underdog. I mean, we're picking it for based on what yeah, our we're you. picking. You know, I mean, I guess I, you know, if I was saying straight up, I guess the Patriots might be favored if we were being unbiased, you know, and just looking at it from like a Vegas standpoint. I'm going uh, Patriots giving three and a half. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a fair number. Um, I, I honestly, like, I think like, like if you were just to look at this in a vacuum and just be like Dolphins versus Patriots, like you forget what Tillman's done in the past, right? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. this is easily a Patriots victory. No, the Dolphins don't have a very impressive wins besides beating Danny Week 16. Uh, the Patriots do, and it's just they won sure. both games in the regular season. I, I just don't see how you think Tillman is going to go out there and you know do so much better than Roach. I know it's the playoffs, but Roach is going to go out there and try harder too. I'm going Patriots. Hey, I mean, it's a good argument, but the only counter argument is Tillman. <laughs> He's Tillman, so uh, that's all I got to say. I mean, we'll see. What, we'll see what happens. I'm, I am going with the instinct. All right. Tillman, Tillman could be the first seven seed in RML history to win a game. Yeah, I mean, so could Han. You never know. <laughs> so, well, but I, I feel like Tillman has a better chance at. Beating Roach than Honda does at being PLD. No offense. <laughs> um, okay, let's go three versus six. Raiders versus Bills. Um, okay, so another interesting one. Former rivals from Madden uh, Madden 20. I keep saying Madden 19. I keep thinking it's last year. Um, yeah, former rivals, Danny and Chiz. They've had some definitely instant classic barn burners in the past. I don't think they played each other this year. Um, uh, they did. did yeah, they? Danny, uh, Danny beat him week four, 43-27. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this one is easy for me. It, it's it's Danny all the way. I don't I don't I don't really give Chiz much of a chance in this one, unfortunately. He just hasn't. I mean, he started off really really well, and I mean, you know, beating significant wins early on, but I don't know if he's done enough to cement himself as you know one of the top three or four in the AFC right now I would say Raiders minus six and a half I 
I I don't I'm not as confident as you are and Danny winning this game. Danny's kind of struggled lately. At the end of this year, uh, he lost to me week 15. He got blown out by Tillman week 16, and probably should have lost to Charlie week 17 if not for some awful clock management skills. Um, it's very hard for me to be very confident in Danny here. And when I did beat him week 15, I thought I saw I knocked him down a seed, and I saw Chiz number six seed, and I'm like, I don't know if Danny wants to play Chiz. Chiz always has has it out for Danny. Like Chiz does not like Danny. We know that. Yeah, and he well, would he rather would there. he rather play Tillman? Well, that's Tillman just well, beat him thirty-seven to three. Well, that's, that's the his only if, other. If option. Tillman beats Chiz in that week seventeen game, then we're we're having a different conversation. Yeah, and it's you know? Raiders versus Tillman. So or Danny yeah, versus I, I think Danny is rooting for uh, Chiz to win that game. But yeah, so I, he's I, got a tough opponent either way. Yeah, exactly. I think either Two way. Two guys that know him really well. I mean, I think Danny's going to win, but I'm telling you, Chiz is going to put up a hell of a fight. Okay. Uh, I'm picking Raiders, and I'm going to go with Raiders giving five and a half. That's you said it was a lot closer. It's one point. <laughs> well, it's not. You know, it's still. All right, whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. Both in agreement on the first. Uh, well, no, that one, not the first two. All right, and then uh, then yours truly, the old. The old cheeser. Um, Browns at Titans. Rematch from only a few weeks ago. And I'll let you guys know. Uh, I threw the dumbest pick six in my entire NFL RML career. Well, while we were tied 34 to 34 with less than 30 seconds, like an idiot, trying to, you know, do something stupid. But yeah, so that's the little asterisk I'll give you. But I did not play that well. I mean, I, it was a close game, and you know we both played pretty well. I definitely should have played better, especially on defense. So that's on me. But enough about that. That's in the past. This is a new game. All right. I mean, I think I'm. You know where I'm gonna go. I I feel pretty confident. I don't think you'll beat me again. And I am extremely confident that I'm going to win. So I'm not sure the points that I would give myself um, or that I would give him. <sighs> I think it'll be another pretty close one. Uh, I'll say three and a half because I'm going to be more than a field goal, but probably, I don't know. It, that's a good number. I, I think I'll win by more, but. Uh. I, I've been, like we talked about pre-podcast, I believe, or I think during the podcast, um, I've been impressed by Sean Harper, uh, number four seed Titans winning the division, but I'm sorry, but I think you are going to easily win this game. Uh, I think, but as far as spread goes, I'm not going to give it that many points. But I'm going to go with the Browns giving six and a half points. Okay. Um, I, I just think that you're better. Than him at this moment, uh, you know I kind of I'm. He's on the for, rise, though. I'm rooting for him. I do have yeah. to say I'm rooting for him to beat you. I'm sure a lot of people are. But it's hard for me to pick the Titans there. I I gotta see more from him. I know him. I know at least two people that are, and they're they're both their last names are Fabo. <laughs> Maybe uh, Sean Harper can show that he has some mother load tendencies in him when it comes to playoff time. But uh, that is you know 
I don't see him winning. So. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good luck to him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tr- bring, bring my best right now. I mean, yeah, I, I'm going to study. I'm, I, I'm absolutely going to study that game film that we just played and I'm going to, I'm going to do as good as I can to stop, stop him and, and move on, get my first playoff dub right in season one. All right. So that's the wild card, uh, round or the, I guess, yeah, it's the wild card round. Um, let's go back to the NFC then. Uh, so there's going to be different matchups for each of us. They just like go quick. They just go game by game, I guess, for each other. Like yeah, for each of our picks. And yeah, we don't have to go too deep it. into it. Yeah. I'll keep, keep um, you guys. Yeah, it's, it's already getting a little lengthy. Uh, okay, so Bears would have, in my scenario, uh, Mitch and the Bucks. Um, so I would, I'm taking a weasel in that one. Um, and then I'll just do all mine and then you can do all yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saints will have, uh, well, I guess it would be Mickey, right? No, but yeah. I, I have it written down. If you're looking okay, at Saints versus Vikings. I haven't written, written, written mine down. So Saints versus Vikings, yeah, I'm taking BLD. I mean, it's hard not to in that situation. I think he's, I think he just beat him a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, but Mickey uh, is not pretty, pretty handily. Yeah, not, he's not beating any elite talent, like you said. Yeah, and then the other one would be, uh, wait. No, that's I... it. Oh, there's that's only, it. There's only two games in the divisional round. Yeah. Oh, no, there'd be yeah, there'd be two, no. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, I got. And if the championship scenario would be Bears versus Saints, so yeah. what a spicy matchup that's going to be if that happens. Yeah, of course. All right, go ahead with your. Your division round. Uh, my division round would be number one Bears versus number five Vikings. Uh, that's, you know, I don't see Mickey beating that. Although, remember that Weasel's first playoff game is going to be without Walt. So that is the one key, but I'm pretty sure Walt missed the other Vikings game later in the season. But it makes Weasel a little bit more beatable. Uh, and then Saints versus Giants would be mine, which is actually a very interesting matchup. Kunk has played BLD well in the past. But I'm not, I'm, I can't pick against BLD. Number two, so we'll have the same NFC as championship matchup, Weasel versus BLD. Yeah, and I anticipate that's going to be a common occurrence um, throughout the years. I mean, I'm hoping that it's not. I hope that uh, a few people step up. Uh, I definitely could see Mitch taking a step up uh, every you know one of the years, definitely getting to the NFC championship and maybe do a Super Bowl. Uh, but yeah, right now I don't. I just don't see um, anyone really overtaking, arguably, probably the top two teams in the NFC right now, which is the Bears and Saints. Let's just pick that winner, and then we'll go to the mm-hmm. the AFC. So uh, it's BLD all the way. I mean, there's. I I don't. I don't think. I just don't know. If, I mean, Weasel will have Walt, so it's going to be a much better matchup. But BLD is, you know, he's. He he's gonna be really really motivated to absolutely destroy Weasel this year, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna succeed, especially because he did earlier in the year, and that caused the, <laughs> Walt, the the reason that Walt is not was not in the first playoff game. Yeah, uh, I, I got it. You know, same thing as you, Saints all the way, Saints in the Super Bowl. That's all it is. What a said. surprise! What a surprise! Same shit, different year. My goodness, why did I why did I take I should have just kept the Saints just because, just to keep them out of the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Self burn. Okay. Um, 
AFC. Let's go ahead. Okay. So it would be Sarv at the with the number one seed. He would uh, after his bye be facing. For me, it would be Tillman. Ooh, spicy matchup. Um, again, I think same level. There are right now three teams that are just so far above everyone else, uh, at least you know in the way they've performed. Uh, and Sarv is the other, the third team, and I don't see Tillman being able to to stop him. So yeah, I would take Sarv in that one. Uh, the next one would be, I think I chose. Who did, for me it would be what me versus Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, that's tough. I mean, I'd like to think I'd win. I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling. I feel feel pretty good. You know, I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna. No. I mean, I've. I really want to face Sarv in the championship. That'd be amazing. Wow. I just realized I could do that. I'm gonna call it. I'm calling it. Whatever. Oh. There's no downside. I'm going Browns. Let's go, baby. We'll have the Battle of Ohio. Yes. AFC Championship. The Orange. Could you imagine if that happened in real life? That would be wild. I mean, in, in, in any year. Because <laughs> they're almost never good. But, yeah, I need I need to face Sarf, man. I need... Because, man, that would be... Oh, if I could beat him in the championship, man. I told him I'm beating him this year if I face him. So, it's happening. Speaking right. of you versus Sarf, that in my scenario, that would be happening in the divisional round. Uh, since Rich beat Tillman. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm picking Sarve against you. I'm sorry, but that's fine. I, I know you said you had his number or whatever, but I think Sarve just on that. I, I don't him. have his number this year <laughs> or, la- or last year. I've beat him one time in like five or six tries, but I played some close games. But this oh. year I, I've struggled. But anyway, yeah, I, it's a good pick. I wouldn't pick, if I was anybody else, I wouldn't pick me either. Definitely the underdog. underdog. Wait, I messed up my, my thing. Number two, Patriots would be the higher seed. And then number Patriots. three, Raiders, yeah. yeah. So I'd have uh, Roach versus Danny. And Danny beat Roach pretty handily week three. But week three, you know, people still getting adjusted to the team and stuff. It's like Danny has not really impressed me this year. Like I was saying before the podcast, I just, I mean, um, maybe for the playoffs he'll turn it up, but I feel like he's had some bad losses. He almost lost to Charlie, if not for the clock. Yeah. So you um, have a lot of confidence in Roach then, though, is what you're saying. I think, well, that's like, I'm going with Roach here. I mean, uh, he's he's battle-tested in his division. To, he has two playoff teams, which is, I'm not sure any other conference or any of the division, let's see, east, south, north, yeah, that's the only conference or the only division that has three playoff teams, and he's the leader. He went five and zero in that division. I mean, you gotta give him credit for that at least. Um, but obviously, two of those games are against Bundy. But uh, well, there will be two of those games when he's thirteen and three. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he can't do it, but yeah, it, it's it'll be interesting to see how he faces against some of the more you know. Literally, if you said last year. You have to face Tillman and then Danny. None of us are picking that person <laughs> in either of those games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so you're picking Patriots. So Patriots versus Bengals in the in the uh, ship. Hello. What was that? 
eat space now. Yeah, but uh, I was just looking at the schedule. Oh, so you're so, picking you're picking Roach. I have Bengals versus Patriots in the AFC Championship. Okay, and I'm doing Bengals. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna for the sake of realism, I'm I'm gonna just pick the Bengals just because mm-hmm. you know why not? But I'm definitely obviously want to win, and I'll try to get there and win. That'd be amazing if I could, you know, get to the Super Bowl year one. That'd be pretty wild. But all right, are you also picking Sarp, or do you think uh, Roach has it? I'm trying to. Did, did they play each other this year? I'm trying to. The schedule won't load. Um, I don't remember if they did play each other. I but, don't think so because I only played. I only played. Bundy. I don't think I played. Yeah, I just, I just like I, I would probably be rooting for Roach, but I think Sarv is. But like the weird thing is, like, how does Sarv lose to Han? That, that's the one thing that I don't understand. Is like Sarv's in so. Everyone has a bad game. I mean, it's hard to go sixteen and zero, man. You can't. So you can't always have the you know be perfect. I, I'm picking Sarv here, so we got the same Super Bowl matchup, which is probably going to be a Super Bowl matchup like every year, knowing our Yeah. Matchup. But that's spicy because I don't think they they, uh, didn't, they never played in how many what storylines would that be? God, that that is literally, I mean, it, it for as far as like fan fandom and like if this is real, that would or if, for an outsider's perspective, that's the matchup you want to see every year. I mean, that's that's Tillman BLD, that's Danny Tillman, that's like you know BLD would be the story yeah. man twenty one. The, the, the guy who took over BLD's Saints and led them to other more championships. The fact that we have so many Saints championships last year. Um, yeah, I mean, whew, that one is going to be absolutely wild. And out, uh, the memes are just going to be out of this world for whoever loses. Um, so, all right, let's pick the Super Bowl since we're probably not going to have a podcast before that. And let's give a score too. Let's do an yeah, actual like score on this one. All uh, right. Yeah, you go ahead. Bengals and Saints. Who dat versus who day? I just realized that. Oh my god, genius. Who dat versus who day? Wow, that is uh, that is classic. Okay. Uh, whew, it's really really tough. Oh man, it's honestly, it, it it's almost too hard to pick. I would go. I mean, I'm. I'm go. I have to go. Sarve. I don't know. I, it's just something about his game. The last this year and the last few years of Madden 20, he's really just elevated to another level. Um, my score: 31-27. Bengals are champions. So, I think I'm going to go the opposite here. I think. If anybody is going to stop Sarve which is, with his running game with Kobe, it's BLD. BLD is the best defender in the game, hell, in Madden. The user skills are just... They're really the good, two, obviously. arguably the t- two of the top three best user runners we've ever had. Would you agree with that? I think, honestly, I would give Sarve the upper hand at that. And like, yeah, that's I'm saying. I'm not saying. Uh, I think BLD has been more of a product of who he's had, and Sarve, no matter who he has, just knows but, how to but run. But BLD did with Matt Breida this year. Like, it's not like he had Omar Payne. He had Matt Breida. I mean, always but fast. Still but, fast, yeah. I mean, yeah, but he's like an 80 overall running back. Like, he doesn't have like insane but, moves nah, and I superstar think, abilities. But BLD's number one trait is his user for me. Yeah, that, he, that's by far. Yeah. Uh, I think Sarve doesn't that. have as good a user on D. 
but he's still top tier. And but his offense, yeah, his his running and the BLD is definitely no no joke on offense. Like he, like I said, he's he's more about just not making mistakes and just you know driving the ball down the field and making a <laughs> plays almost every single time. So I, I think I think this game is going to end up being a little bit more defensive than you think the Super Bowl. Um, I think, but you know, both these teams have good offenses to go off any times. But I think against each other, they're going to slow down on each other. I'm going with Saints 24, Bengals 17. Saints are your Super Bowl champion. Okay. And, yeah, it's it's. I mean, they're both. Yeah, Bengals. I mean, they're all they're top ten in almost every category as far as offense and defense. So it would really be an extremely high powered matchup. Tom Brady trying to get his seventh Super Bowl. <laughs> I know you'd like that, I'm sure. Well, not maybe not anymore. And then uh who does uh who does even who does be able to even have a quarterback? Oh Drew Oh my god, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Oh the storylines of this game. Could you imagine ridiculous. literally the two oldest quarterbacks in the league? The history. Oh man, that that is honestly yeah, super interesting and would be fun to watch. But all right, so we got different Different uh, matchups and different winners, yeah. and all kinds of differences. So, as as much as uh, that and Super Bowl storyline would be awesome, uh, I am rooting for as many upsets as possible. I want to see some different faces on that. Yes, please. Come on, somebody, somebody, you got it. You yeah, can go I'm, all I, the way. I, Come on. I feel like I, you know, I, it's me or me or Roach is probably. I mean, I guess Tillman. Well, not Tillman. Me, Roach, and Chiz are like the best chance, probably in the AFC, and I would say Mitch and Mickey maybe. Have the best, and maybe Conk, I guess. Those are the, yeah, just the underdogs everything. that have a really good just chance. Just naming every, all the all the people in the playoffs. All the non-elite players, <laughs> that, and all the people that I could realistically see make a deep run. Uh, yeah, I just want to get at least you know one playoff one. That would be nice if I can get this first one, get that one out of the way. Because I didn't have any last year. I had two playoff appearances, zero wins. So it'd be really nice to get a get a playoff one under the belt. All right, well. Uh, yeah, that's it's been a good podcast. I uh, feel pretty good about those predictions. Um, yeah, good luck to everyone in the playoffs, and uh, watch. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be real fun. And uh, as always, yeah, we'll see you guys next episode. Peace out. Chowder. Talk, talk.